Let's go to Linda Helena now. We are amping, Linda. We are amping for Labor Weekend to get into that garden. I'm so excited. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to the beach instead. <laughs> I've done my work. I'm yeah. Really well, you're taking a holiday from the day job. <laughs> but actually, you're talking about something that's very frustrating for people who are putting in seedlings at this time of year, and that's slugs and snails. I know. And, and you know what? I'm a mostly organic gardener. Mostly in that I don't use any pesticide sprays, I don't use any insecticides, I don't use any herbicides, that sort of stuff. But slugs and snails, it's either them or us, right? So mm. if, you don't, if you don't take any steps to get on top of them, you will have no garden. Like they will, if you plant a punnet of seedlings, the next day they will have eaten them all. So especially if you live in wetter places, wetter, warmer places. So, you know, where it's cold over winter, it keeps their population under control. But where I live in the Hunua Ranges, which has a very high rainfall, they are out of control this year because it's pretty much rained on and off right since the beginning of the year. So you have to do something. Yeah. Um, and, and you note that there was a recent announcement by the British Royal Horticulture Society that they're going to go easy on them. Yeah, so in other parts of the world, slugs and snails are, because they're, they're pretty much one of gardeners' biggest complaints, right? So the RHS, which takes all these um, questions from gardeners around Britain, they are the number one problem for, for most gardeners, the slugs and snails. But they've now decided, well, hey, we should live and let live. So, you know, even though they're annoying for us, we shouldn't go out and whole-scale murder them, which is a very nice thought. So keep that in mind if you don't agree with everything else I'm about to say. Yeah, which is that you should get a bulk 10kg yeah. <laughs> bag of pellets and chuck them around liberally. No, so I obviously have a country garden. Country gardens are different because, of course, we've got different levels of bugs and different places for slugs and snails to hide. So I did, in desperation last year, buy a 10-kilo bag of slug out from the rural supply store. And it was literally because they were eating things as fast as I was planting them. And so this stuff has got a very fine grain, so it's kind of like couscous, I'd say. It's about like the size of couscous or bogle wheat if you're thinking yeah. food. And so you can sprinkle it around and it's weather resistant, which is really important because you need a couple of days of that slug bait out in your garden to kill them. Otherwise, what happens is you put it all out and then you have a rain day and all the normal um, commercial pellets just fall apart. Uh And so then you've got to apply it again. And the problem is with slugs is that, and slugs and snails are both much more active in wet weather. So it's a good time to go at them when it's still moist, because then they get around a lot faster and they go a lot further. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah, if you get up in the morning and you see, you know, some, some, sometimes there's like a two or three metre slime trail. Now, that's, that's quite a long way when your foot's only about two centimetres, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and you, do you opt for the less toxic ones? Uh, no, but you should if you're in a suburban area, especially if you've got pets. So my garden, I don't have. I mean, I've got the neighbour's cat who thinks he lives there, but there's no pets there. So, yeah. but in my in my home garden, I wouldn't. I would generally try to use a more low tox um, problem. You know, solution. So there's one called Quash, which is in the Tui range, and that's brand based, and it's yeah. got a very high dose of iron. So it works as a bait, but it's not actually, you know, a chemical poison, uh-huh. which is important because it means that even though your cat or dog would not like it if it ate them, it won't kill them in quite the same horrific way as <laughs> some of the more, you know, lethal yeah. concoctions. And the other thing about um, slug bait is that if you use the granular stuff, it's not so attractive to pets because uh-huh. the pelletized stuff, when you shake, I mean, you buy this, if you shake a box of slug slam, it sounds like cat food or dog food. <laughs> And yeah. so, and then they see you sprinkling it around, and they think that's what it is. So it's just something to keep in mind. The other thing you could always do is keep your pets inside 
for a couple of days or just keep a really good eye on them once you've applied it just to make sure. Or put it in a container that's upturned, so like a plastic plant pot that they can still crawl into. Yeah. Just peg that down and they will sniff it out anyway and go will for they? it. Okay. Yep, they, they, they love the stuff. Oh, my goodness. I don't, it must be crack, eh? I don't know yeah. nail crack. <laughs> okay. Or go out there with a uh, two-by-four. Yeah, so basically, if you want to be really eco-friendly, the best thing to do is wait for a rainy night, get a torch and a bucket of really salty water, and then just walk around, grab them, pick them up, drop them in there, and they will drown. Um, or you can crunch them in your gumboots, but to be fair, I do hundreds like this, and after, a, I don't know, you start to feel sorry for them after a while. So <laughs> not Linda Helenin, love it. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend at the beach. Cheers.